the trade. Welcome back to the trade. I'm Gina Beck. This is Drew Williams. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. It means a lot, especially if you're on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much. Yeah, and like always, thank you again for that continued support, that continued engagement, and that hashtag banana cats. And if you have a story and you want it to be told, message us. The links are in the description, and we'll get back to you. Absolutely. How are you, Drew? I'm good, G. How are you? I'm good. I'm doing okay. Excited to get into the podcast. Yeah, I kind of wanted I wanted to talk to you about this. I'm sure a lot of you have seen this video floating around. If we you haven't, we'll link. Um, I think the guy that did the best breakdown on YouTube of the video. But there was a girl that was rescued by a actual sheriff deputy. I'm going to read the actual sheriff's statement. Because I'm sure a lot of people have seen the video, but note know everything all around it. So the v- title from it is Volusia Deputy Tracks Down Rescues Missing, Missing Girl, 13, in Motel Room with 22-Year-Old Man She Met Online. A Volusia Sheriff's Deputy looking for a 13-Year-Old Oak Hill girl who went missing after school went searching from motel to motel until he found her in a dark motel room with a 22-Year-Old Orlando Man She Met Online. When Deputy Royce James entered the doorway of the room at the All Suites Motel in Ridge, on Ridgewood Avenue in Edgewater, the girl ran into his arms and gave him a hug. The suspect, 22-year-old Tyler Thompson, was taken into custody on a charge of interference with child custody, with the Edgewater Police Department adding a charge of traveling to meet after using a computer to lure a child. Additional charges are pending. Deputies responded to the missing child report around 6-15, February 18th after the girl's mother said she never came home and never went to her basketball game after school. Deputy James started investigating and spoke to a friend of the missing girl, who said the victim was planning on going going to a motel with someone she met online. The friend said she thought the man's name started with a T, possibly Tyler, and he was from Orlando. She said she, he may have picked her up from the Dollar General store in Oak Hill. Deputy James went to the Dollar General store to look for security footage and found surveillance images of the victim at the store. An employer reported that the girl said she was waiting for someone to pick her up. Next, Deputy James started visiting area motels, showing the front desk clerks a photo of the missing girl and searching the day's check-ins for a match. At the third motel he checked, Deputy James noticed a guest checked in under the name Tyler Thompson. With the address out of Orlando, deputies went into his room and knocked on the door several times before Thompson finally answered, when the victim came running. When she was told she'd be taken somewhere to be medically cleared and interviewed, the girl asked Deputy James to stay with her. He took her to the local Department of Children and Family Facilities for evaluation and then took her home. The motel is located in the city limits of Edgewater, and the Edgewater Police Department is working with the state attorney's office on potential additional charges in the case. Thompson, unfortunately, has already been released after uh, posting $15,000 bail. The video is really, really short. Like I said, we'll link it in the description. But I think it really goes to show you how it could really happen to anyone. You lure anyone's kid. And I don't think you get caught on body cam that often, that type of rescue, and it to go public. I don't, I, I can't think of one I've seen recently, at least. Right. This stuff happens every single day. There's kids on computers more and more and more due to COVID and homeschooling. And so I was listening to, this is a great segue into something totally relatable. I was listening to a podcast 
the podcast had mentioned how his little brother was doing online schooling. He was he was laughing at this story, by the way. Uh, his brother was doing online schooling, and he got an email from some ran someone random, and he told his teacher that he met them through a Zoom call, like a class Zoom call, which is a lie. And so that way they could keep chatting because he said he was lonely. And he was laughing and he goes, what if it's like a 35-year-old man? And in my mind, I was like, that's not funny. You know, that's not funny because that happens. That really does happen. And he could get lured easily, especially by being lonely and wanting a friend. Maybe the friend starts promising things or the friend just, like, has things to offer him if he does this or that, you know? And so... The kid starts doing these things, and then next thing you know, he's kidnapped or he got taken advantage of or even stolen from. Maybe the kid trusted him enough to give him cash app money. Like, there's so many weird scams out there these days that is not that doesn't even have to do with SA, but that does. So, in this situation, things like this I think happen more than people know because the news doesn't you know, give context on every situation that happens when this goes down. So it's just all about you paying attention to your kids and paying attention to what they're doing on their laptops, especially if they're being homeschooled. You never know who's on the other end. And the other thing, too, is I want to give credit to that officer that was just so persistent with everything. I mean, he did his routine stuff, but it actually worked. Like, he actually found her. I mean, that's, I hate to say, it seems like a miracle to me. Yeah, very thorough, right? And definitely, if it wasn't for the security footage, who knows what, you know, they could still be searching right now. I got one other thing that I wanted to bring up. This is another thing from American Crime Journal. But I wanted to see, Gina, if, do you remember the Elizabeth Smart case? She was the girl in the early 2000s that was kidnapped for about nine months, and they dressed her up like like a Christian radical with like a veil over her face and stuff like that. And they were traveling back, back and forth between Utah and California. She had a, did we talk about it? I'm sure we have at one point. Um, it's one of the bigger cases. I'm sure there's people listening right now. She, uh, is a, was a victim of human trafficking, a real victim of it. And Mm -hmm. she has a, the Elizabeth smart foundation. Uh, it's pretty well known. But OUR and Lynn Packer have once again exposed more corruption from Operation Underground Railroad. I'm going to read the description from the video that we'll leave down below, too. In August 2014, Tim Ballard and Utah Attorney General Sean Reyes announced that Operation Underground Railroad and the Elizabeth Smart Foundation were merging. The merger was highly publicized in the Utah press, lending OUR legitimacy. Ballard and Reyes wasted no time peddling the merger for donations. As part of then upcoming merger, Elizabeth Smart was put on the board of governors. Her father, Ed Smart, was named OUR's director of prevention and rehabilitation or aftercare. Shortly after, Ed Smart left OUR in disgust. He was dissatisfied with how OUR actually handled the aftercare of purported, purported rescued sex slaves. Elizabeth and Ed Smart severed all ties with OUR, terminating the merger. Ballard and Reyes then perpetuated that OUR and the Elizabeth Smart Foundation had merged. 
In a May 2015 press release, OUR announced that the merger with the Elizabeth Smart Foundation was now official. That is the final update on OUR's website, and I checked and it still says that, but it's not true. None of it is. And I wanted to play this real quick. This is Ed Smart talking about what he thinks about OUR. It's only about 45 seconds, so... It's just crazy. It's a a nonsensical way to approach the problem. And uh, a bunch of private citizens in the United States can't run around the world with AR-15s and act like they're jumping out of planes and going into brothels. I mean, that's that's um, it's not a way to fix this. And and if you really understood the problem, they would know that um, while you may have some success in taking these young children out of these brothels, you've helped those young children you took out that day, but they're replaced the following day. So right. you, you did nothing to solve the larger problem. So that was from Ed Smart himself, who's the father of an actual traffic victim who has a very, you, you'll have to look at him. It's a very large foundation that they have. Um, I encourage everyone to go check out American Crime Journal because it's like every week they drop a new video. It's a segment from Lynn Packer's that is a little bit easier to digest because there's so much going on. I was reading some of the comments on our last episode, uh, or whichever one, the most recent, where we talked about this stuff in depth, right? And we got some co- a comment from a woman stating how she was glad that we were talking about it because not enough people do. So we definitely will let you guys know more and more and more as we find out. And if you guys want to do your own research, we're going to link some links in the description that's going to lead you in the right direction. Yeah, I'll, I'll have quite a few that I'll leave in the description because uh, this is something I think more people need to pay attention to. Well, let's leave it there. Thank you for listening, liking, commenting, and subscribing. Until next time, Banana Cats. Love you guys. Banana Cats, much love. Peace.